Welcome to the Treasury Insights podcast series. Treasury automation has become essential in today's world. Corporate treasurers continue to take advantage of technological advances to move towards a fully digital, interconnected future. In the latest example of a technology shift, APIs are moving into the mainstream. APIs give companies the ability to readily access their banks and the power to connect transactional reporting, payment instructions, and other banking-related data with a seamless flow between ERP and Treasury management systems. I'm Paul Ferminger at Bank of America. With me today are Matthew Davis, head of the Bank of America's Amir Transactional Banking Division, Gerard Swinenberg, Director of Treasury Operations at Unilever, and Nicola Christian, Chief Commercial Officer at TIS. Matthew, if I may, I'll start with you. Waves of innovation around corporate payments, that means treasurers have to be ready for significant change. Can you talk a little bit about how Bank of America is helping clients to take advantage of these new possibilities? Thanks for the question, Paul. I think it's very safe to say that we live in a period where there is huge advancements in technology. And what we also see is a number of our clients' business models shifting significantly and access to real-time information is becoming much more important but also how we interact with one another can be greatly simplified. We're going to spend a bit of time talking about APIs today, and clearly they help in both of those situations. As a bank, part of our responsibility is to try and simplify this as much as possible for our clients. We do that in a number of ways. We invest very heavily in technology. And in fact, if you look over the last decade, we've invested over $35 billion in new technology investments. That really helps us stay at the forefront. And in fact, we're a top two bank in terms of annual tech spend. It's not just how we continue to invest in new technology, but it's also how we partner. Our partnerships with fintechs are really part of the continual cycle of technology investment that I was talking about. And that's what really helps us keep our capabilities and therefore our clients' access to those capabilities really at the cutting edge. We have many relationships with fintechs. If you look actually just in 2021, we started relationships with a further 58 fintechs just in that year alone. And that is gathering pace every month. We do continue to see this as an important part of our role as a bank to drive these partnerships to make sure that we give those new digital capabilities to our clients as quickly and efficiently as possible. Thank you, Matthew. And Gerard, if I may, as one of the bank's key consumer brands clients and an early adopter of APIs, what are your thoughts on on-time treasury and APIs? What does that mean for companies like Unilever? Thanks, Paul, for having me today. It's been a real pleasure to join this session. First of all, it's fair to say that we see treasury or banking APIs as a mean to something. We don't see it as a goal in itself to put APIs in place, just for the sake of it. These goals could be either doing better liquidity management having easier access to bank information, or being able to do faster reconciliation. In our case, we focus mainly on the cash management liquidity part of the APIs. We have put in place API connections with five of our major cash management banks globally. In order to simplify the setup on the Univa side, we've asked TIS whether they could act as integrated and take care of the technical setup on their end. Right now, we're focusing very much on those APIs that gives us real-time balances, to support us with our day-to-day cash management. One of the observations during the project is that your underlying systems, whether that's your treasury management system 
or your ERP should be ready for handling real-time information. Quite often, this is not the case, which makes it suboptimal to set up an API connection. Overall, we see, as Unilever, APIs as one of the tools that could make our life easier in the coming years in the various areas of Treasury. Thanks, Gerard. And how have you explored using those APIs? What's been the role and what's been the role of your banking partners within that? Actually, we started testing APIs with one of the solutions of your colleague banks. They had a solution in place where the outcome of the API connection could be made visible in Excel. This for us was a great way to understand how real-time data can be made available via an API connection. But also in longer term, this was not really a good solution given that we operate with multiple banks globally and having the outcome in Excel would mean that we miss the data coming from other systems like our ERP or our tracing management system. Although it was a great way to find out how APIs could work and what it could bring to us, it wasn't the end state as we saw it. As we were discussing at the same time implementation of TIS, we started the discussions with the team to support us with setup of the API connectivity with our major banks. At the moment, we do receive around 45% of our accounts globally in real time, which is a good achievement. All the banks we have worked with have been very willing to support us in the journey, which was great to see. And it was a pleasure to work with the banks in this journey. Maybe, Nicola, you can add a few words from your side? Absolutely, Gerard. And indeed, to add a little bit to what you said, I really believe that we saw from the beginning that there's a win-win-win situation here. When you talk to the banking partners, we talk to yourself, Gerard, and ultimately the corporates, we feel very much that there is some value to be created, so really potential value creation, but it really requires good cooperation between the three parties to exchange the right data in the right format through the right channels, through the right platforms, and ultimately to the corporate. In order to achieve that win-win-win, I think good cooperation was really put in place between the three parties and the best of actually cooperations between the three parties that we have done in the recent years. Nicola, when you think about your clients using CIS and those leveraging APIs for real-time data, what are your observations on the impacts on their treasury processes? How does this new channel change the way companies operate? Great question, Paul. We think about API or what is an API? It's a way to request small pieces of information or to provide small pieces of information, really to exchange information between two parties effectively, very fast and pretty much real time. If you think on the other hand about the corporates and the needs that they have today, corporates certainly since COVID have really looked at their model in depth and they see that they require more and more information, more questions are being asked by top management and as such by treasury management and faster answers, more real-time answers are required, are needed in order to operate the business and in order to operate the treasury processes. If you marry the two together, ultimately APIs are a way to make sure we can provide those faster answers and Real-time balances are ultimately the first, I would say it's just the beginning of the road we're on. Because let's imagine that you can do real-time payments. Let's imagine that we get real-time information from new invoices that are being issued. Let's imagine that there is a real-time reconciliation going on. That means that having all these pieces of information lined up real-time 
It will also provide us better insights into cash generation, cash needs, again, on a real-time basis. This is, of course, where TIS have really seen that the market is developing in that way, and real-time balances is just a great start to that end. Thanks, Nicola. And Gerard, I guess to that final point, can you share any future plans or next steps in your journey with respect to Unilever's plans for a more on-time treasury approach? Yes. As Nicola said, there are plenty of opportunities in this area, and we are exploring and looking into a few of those. We expect opportunities in the area of treasury payments, tax exposure management, and potentially also bank account management. We strongly believe that a number of areas within Treasury are still very much rule-based and could easily be automated using RPI and an API setup. Maybe a few words to share with yourselves from the journey that we have undertaken in setting up these APIs. We did find the banks very supportive along the way to put the APIs in place, but we believe it could be beneficial if banks could standardize the setup and the ways of working around APIs. The experience on our side, we learned that each bank uses a slightly different approach and also a slightly different format, which makes it more difficult to put this in place. Next to this, we noticed that during the implementation phase, an API setup is, for most of the banks, linked to a particular platform or profile, which makes it more cumbersome for global companies like ourselves using multiple banking platforms to put an API solution in place for all of our accounts globally. We really believe it's beneficial if banks could look at solutions to avoid this in the future. Thank you, Gerard. Matthew, any thoughts from you on that side of things or overall? It's very clear from the conversation here today that this is an exciting space, but an evolving space. We're clearly on a journey here where there are no quick answers to all of our challenges, but we're seeing very strong applications that can be expanded into other areas. This evolving picture is demonstrated by the fact that evolution needs to take place across a wide spectrum of services and solutions. And whilst we've got great examples here, Unilever and GIS and Bank of America are all working together to deliver for Unilever, There is a lot of complexity here, as Gerard just pointed out. Those treasury teams that have a digital mindset will already be looking at systems and processes to see how they can take advantage of this new world of more timely access to data and greater transparency. I think getting to grips with APIs, whether that's through investing best of breed treasury fintech applications that are built for that specific purpose or adapting existing systems this is what's going to be essential. From our side, we are ready to really help with this and support our clients do some of the heavy lifting. If you look at what we've done with the CashPro API partnership network, this has really developed strategic partnerships with industry-leading ERP providers and treasury management systems to try and make it easier, quicker, and more efficient to connect to these different data sources anytime, anywhere, and any way that the treasurer wants to. Many TMS and ERP systems are already connected, and I think there's more and more functionality being added along the way. I feel like we're in a very good place. These continued partnerships are going to continue to drive us forward in this space. Great. Thank you, Matthew. If you haven't yet investigated how APIs can help your treasury team move into the future, now's the time. 
For a closer look at Bank of America's applications powered by Cash Pro Reporting API, please speak with your Bank of America representative or explore the Cash Pro API developer portal. And on that note, we'll end it here. Thank you all very, very much for your insight. I'm Paul Firminger, along with Gerard Twinenberg from Unilever, Nicola Christian from TIS, and Matthew Davis from Bank of America. Thank you for listening to the latest in our Treasury Insights podcast series. Bank of America and B of A Securities are the marketing names used by the Global Banking and Global Markets Divisions of Bank of America Corporation. Lending, other commercial banking activities, and trading in certain financial instruments are performed globally by banking affiliates of Bank of America Corporation, including Bank of America, N.A., member FDIC. Trading in securities and financial instruments and strategic advisory and other investment banking activities are performed globally by investment banking affiliates of Bank of America Corporation investment banking affiliates, including in the United States, B of A Securities, Inc., and Merrill Lynch Professional Clearing Corp., both of which are registered broker-dealers and members of SIPC and in other jurisdictions by locally registered entities. B of A Securities, Inc. and Merrill Lynch Professional Clearing Corp. are registered as futures commission merchants with the CFTC and are members of the NFA. Investment products offered by investment banking affiliates are not FDIC insured, are not bank guaranteed, and may lose value. Copyright 2022 Bank of America Corporation. All rights reserved. All trademarks, service marks, and trade names referenced in this material are the property of and licensed by their respective owners.